My man, Eric Johnson, Ninja, a.k.a. Baller, a.k.a. Young Buck with Old Buck Wisdom. Uh, dude, massive action taker. Uh, so humble. And I think that those two traits just right there, massive action taker, extremely humble are what are causing this dude and, and his, and his, his, uh, his group, his business partners, trust tellers, shout out to them. It, it's causing them to just hit a trajectory that, man, I wish when I was their age, I was even thinking, uh, remotely the way these guys think. Dude. So good, man. One, you're going to get a ton of uh, uh, knowledge on barbecuing, and that's really important. Uh, and two, you're just going to hear how how a dude sets himself up for success by preparing and being ready to pounce when opportunity arises. And those two things, man, like they're launching, and I can't wait to see the journey um, and 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 be a part of that. Uh, but you guys are going to learn a ton on this episode. So go listen. Yep. Ben, we are opening up house three in September. Go to our website, thekineticman.com to sign up. This mastermind is going to take you through clarity. It's going to take you through ident- identity. And then from your identity, picking out your values from your values picking out your purpose and your why. And then we go into the kinetic life circle. You've probably heard us talk about that. We break that down into three different areas, energy, meaningful relationships, and stewardship. And it covers nine different areas of your life that lead you to becoming a better father, a better husband, and a better man. So if you want to join a a tribe, a community of men who are going through these topics and becoming the best versions of themselves for their kids for their wives for their communities then come join us the kineticman.com you're listening to filling the storehouse podcast i'm david and i'm Stuart, and we want to walk with you on the journey to living the abundant life through faith family and freedom our goal is to refine our why while helping you find yours together achieve our best and highest purpose in the end we'll drive each other to intentionally fill our storehouse do I feel like I should uh I should start today? I think this is the emergency room episode. We've emergency got, room. We got you <laughs> uh dealing with your stuff. I don't want to yeah. get into too much detail there. And then we've got Eric Johnson. I'm extremely excited about this episode with him. Almost trying to chop his finger off over Mother's Day. So we got bandages everywhere. We got gauze. <laughs> what? We got all kinds of uh all I kinds had of stuff. A- I had a I had a uh, a good question to start off this podcast uh, with Eric because I know um, you are no good at smoking brisket, oh. uh, and Eric is. I'm assuming I haven't had it, but I'm assuming he's oh. really good at smoking hey, brisket. I'm, I'm just waiting so, for you to pull up to get some. We gotta get we gotta get some tips here. We gotta get some tips of the trade from Eric on. So we can teach Goody so he can then feed me with his delicious brisket. We'll, we'll Which, talk. That'd have to be offline. I don't, I don't oh, share my secrets. Oh, oh you public. don't share your secrets yeah. on, on podcast? He doesn't want all our listeners to get <laughs> get the uh, get an upper hand. Yeah, I, I, but, I, I, I was terrible. And I think the biggest mistake I made, I tried to go huge out the gate. 
Like mm. I bought the biggest brisket I've ever seen in my entire life. And it just, I didn't do all the, I didn't give it all the love it needed, man. I didn't do the whole wrap it up, put it in the cooler, 24 hours, smoke the, all the stuff. I didn't do all the stuff, man. So See, I ended up thing. cutting it up, putting it in a crock pot and turning it into a steak sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but adaptability. But you know that's a hey. that's a good 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 point though because like if you get say you get an eighteen pound brisket like the way I go is like an hour and a half per pound. So you're looking at anywhere from twenty to twenty four hours just for an eighteen pound brisket. So you know I, how we say you can't skip steps. You just got to learn to enjoy the process. So yep. that's really what it is, and that's actually how I came up with the concept for my company and the smoker was that. So the, yeah, the process. I, I love that. I want to, I want to get into, so, Hey, Eric, tell us about yourself and then we'll get into, uh, in the smoker commander lifestyle, all the different things that you're doing, which I'm, I'm super excited about. And I won't, you know, in our podcast, we were on your podcast and you emphasized our age and how old <laughs> we are. So I won't emphasize what a young buck you are and, 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 uh, you know, try to, uh, uh, take away from the amazing man you are <laughs> experience you've got by your young, uh, you know, by your young, youngness, your youngness. And we're going to throw that word out there. So, Hey man, tell us about yourself, Eric, super excited to have you on. Uh, you know, we got to meet you in person at the retreat and dude, I'll tell you, man, it was such a huge blessing. You, you, you and, and your team, uh, bless those guys there. I know there, there's a lot of stuff that happened, uh, that dudes are pouring into you guys as well. And, and just, it's just such a beautiful event and so happy to meet you guys in person and now have you on the podcast. Absolutely. So first off, for those of you listening, if you haven't attended one of these events, I highly guarantee or highly recommend that you attend one because it was it was awesome. But you know, talking about age, you know, I am much younger than them. However, you know, I think it's it's great. You know, the older guys need us younger guys to keep them youthful, and then you know, we need them to give us wisdom. So it's a it's a nice, nice give take. We have a good time. And even though they're older, they don't act it. They're actually really fun to be around. So they're not like grandpas or anything. So, you know, we're not going to do that. They're actually a really great time. And, you know, Stu played football. Uh, he part of the brotherhood. Um, I mean, Dave played football, part of the brotherhood. Stu, they both O2 grads from my school, you know. Definitely, definitely great people to look up to. But a little about me, I'm a um, 2015 graduate of the Naval Academy, um, majored in robotics and control system engineering. I did six and a half years in the Marine Corps as a combat engineer officer. And um, now uh, I currently have a, a financial coaching company called In the Smoker Financial Coaching. Um, me and my partners are currently um, developing a company. Well, it's developed, uh, but we're building a coaching program for it called Commander Lifestyle. And then, um, you know, they have their own things. Uh, we also have a franchise called Wild Bills uh, Soda. So we actually go to a lot of festivals and different food events and that and set up our stand and um, sell um, really collectible mugs. Uh, they're really actually really nice mugs, uh, really good time. And it gives us an opportunity to travel and get out of the office and do something different to break the, you know, the day-to-day -day monotony of being behind a computer. So um, it's pretty fun. We got a lot of things going on. Um, definitely looking to continue growing and, and developing more, but um, I'm really all about helping people and helping people grow. Um, I'm also a John Maxwell certified leadership team member. So I do a lot of training on <clears throat> leadership uh, communication, team building, and uh, mental growth. And those things all go together, I think, specifically with personal finance, because uh, I believe that in order to really see the, the the change that you want financially, especially if you see yourself struggling, that you have to tackle your mental first. And if you don't believe that you can accomplish the things that you need financially, you're never going to get there. If you're not willing to 
you know, I don't like to use the word sacrifices and we'll go into that a little bit because the way I look at it, people always say it's a sacrifice to have to give up things. But if you have to stop doing something to get to the place that you want to be or live your dream life, then the sacrifice comes from you not doing it, not from you are not taking the actions. It doesn't come from you stopping doing the things that are keeping you in the life that you want to get to. But that's a different conversation. Um, but that's a little bit about me. Yeah, man, I love it. And, you know, the power of the linguistics, the language we use, the words we use, uh, I think is is one, it's hugely misunderstood. And two, it's just uh, it's we don't put enough time into really crafting our language, both internal, external stories we tell ourselves. And a lot of stuff we talked about at the retreat, identity and 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 all the the power of acknowledging these things, the way we talk about them, the way we talk to ourselves. Uh, super powerful, man. So super. I, I'm very excited about uh, you know digging into that. But one thing, hey, give give us a um, you know as kind of the foundation. Talk us through why in the smoker. Um, both from a name, because I think that the name, a name is so powerful. And and the way that you really frame that out is is something that it's just a story I love. It's a, it's an analogy, uh, metaphor, whatever that, that I that I love that you really incorporated into your uh, into your business. So tell us about that. Thanks. All right. So um, <clears throat> I love cooking, as we, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show. And um, one of the things I really do enjoy is, is smoking. So um you know, I learned how to do it when I was in college away from home and, you know, started missing home cooked food and everybody else was spending money going out to eat. And, you know, being from the South, I wanted some some Southern food and I just couldn't find it anywhere. So I was like, I'm gonna figure this out. So um, in the smoker came around because as I was creating the company while I was in the Marine Corps, you know, I kind of as I was going through the process of smoking meat, I started to realize a correlation as I was starting to learn and read books like, um, you know, the compound effect and things of that nature. And I'm like, whoa, 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 there's a lot of similarities here. So um, really how I broke it down is like <clears throat> when I'm trying to make my seasonings, because I make all my seasonings from scratch. So you, but you have different amounts of seasonings that you need for a rub, just like you really need to work on different habits, but there's just like you need seasonings for a flavor profile. You need certain habits to reach a certain goal. So with that, you know, I correlate seasonings to your habits. And when you mix them together, you know, now you have you who's the raw meat that you're about to rub that on. So as you're working on those habits, you're, you're working on them on yourself. You know, they had the guys made a joke at the retreat tossing, you know, out on the podcast. I actually was telling this story and and took my shirt off and rubbed seasonings all over myself. <laughs> but, um, you know, so you're the, you're the raw slab of meat like right there. Like we know what potential you have, but in the, your your raw form, you you can actually do more harm to people than good. So now once you put those rubs or the, or the seasonings or your habits on yourself, the, the part that I really enjoy is the smoker because the process of smoking something is a long process. Kind of how we spoke about earlier, you can't, you can't skip it, right? And we talk about life. You can't skip steps, but if you learn how to do them better, you might be able to get through it faster. Like there, maybe you cut the meat in half. There's different little techniques, right? But overall, if you're smoking a brisket, you know, you better expect for that thing to be in there 20 hours, right? Depending on how big it is. And that's kind of the concept that I like to push through with my clients is that, you know, I think to in today's age with social media and you have Amazon Prime where you can order something to be at your door the next day, people get caught up in this, this lifestyle where they think everything is supposed to happen overnight. And using the process as a smoker, I tell people, you know, as you're in the smoker, you know, you're taking that time to really break down the negative, the negative habits, the negative parts of you that wouldn't be good or able to add sustenance to other people. So once you come out of the smoker, whether it be, you know, 
a couple hours or like for you, it might take a day for you to work on something or it may take a couple months or it might take a couple years. The process is the process. But the the point is that once you're done, you can come out and not only be able to provide value for yourself, but you're also providing value and sustenance to those people around you, which I think is the most important because I think people overlook the fact that making yourself better isn't just about you. It's about also making those around you better. So working on yourself only makes the group better. And that's what I try to bring into um, that, especially with something like finance, because people will get here and be like, ah, I got, you know, $60,000 of debt and I need it going tomorrow. And it's like, well, let's look about how you built up this 60,000. Like it wasn't just overnight. Like you're going to have to work through this and, and really getting people to accept the fact that it's okay. As long as there's progress being made every day, every hour and you can wake up the next day and feel comfortable knowing that you you move the ball forward that's what it is because one day you're going to wake up and you will be where you want to be and then you're going to not only be good for yourself but that might inspire somebody that you never knew it would inspire to do the same thing so there's a lot that goes into it but I really I really just like people to understand when it comes to money that everything doesn't happen overnight and you really have to put in that time and dedication to get where you want to be dude that's so good man I, I love the analogy and uh, I think I think you're spot on. Um, you know, one of the one of the core tenets that we talk through um, in our mastermind group is is finances. And you know, we're not a, a business mastermind, but I think finances in general is very very important um, to to how you live your life. Um, you know, mm-hmm. money is a tool, and if it's used properly, like you, there's a lot of freedom in that, right? Yes. So, you know, I'm curious, like as you have established your company your company, your coaching, and, and you're, you're working with clients. What do you think it is that, that are holding people back from understanding finance and truly empowering themselves, you know, to create freedom for themselves, uh, th- through this process? Like what, what is it, uh, that people don't understand and what's holding them back? I think there's a few things, but I think one of, from what I've seen working with people, one of the largest things is just the thought of peeking behind the curtain and really seeing what's there. Because once you look behind the curtain, you can't ignore it anymore. So you have to take ownership of whatever situation you're in. And that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow for some people. So it's a lot easier for them to just pretend it doesn't exist than to acknowledge it. Because once you acknowledge it, that's a whole level of work that you have to go through to actually start doing something about it because you either going to do something about it or now you have to wake up every day with this voice in the back of your head telling you that hey th- this thing is broken and it needs to be fixed so <clears throat> there's a there's a lot of scarcity when it comes to that or people are scared when it comes to that and also they realize that oh well if i have to do this i also don't know what to do and there's this weird dynamic where you know you re- meet a lot of people especially you know coming from certain areas where they don't have that support and when you're in a an environment where you don't feel like you're supported, that becomes a part of your nature. So you don't understand that like there's people like y'all where you can like go into places and actually receive the help you get or like go and be vulnerable about your situation and know that they're not going to judge you and really want to help you get where you want to be. So it's like they have to overcome that mindset that that people are going to look down on them for being in a bad situation because a lot of times we've all been in some type of bad situation and like it makes people... I think people misunderstand the fact like a lot of times they think people help them help them for themselves. So like I would be helping you for myself when in reality or for I would be helping you for you. But it's really sometimes it's for me. People like to feel good by helping other people. And like people 
shun people away from giving them that opportunity for change. Um, I think another thing is education, you know, that people tell themselves that they don't have time to to learn these things. And, you know, I, I talk all the time. Like if I, if I speak to some people, I say, hey, what was the score of the game last night? Oh, hold on. And they'll go right to Google or to an app and find an answer. But if I say, hey, what is APR? They just sit there and say, I don't know. It's not the same process. They don't go to Google again. Right. So now we, when we start talking about money, all of the things that, that become a natural influence, like they don't, they don't have the same enthusiasm or like, ah, they don't, they don't put two and two together. They're like, yo, it could be this easy. And if you don't understand it from there, you got to find somebody to talk to. Um, I think another thing is, you know, there's a, there's a high percentage of people that think it's disrespectful to talk about money. Mm. You know, I, I want to say I looked at it was, it was somewhere around between like 40 and 50% of people think that it's, it's disrespectful to talk about money. So that's another thing. We, the only way to talk, we, me and Trust and Teller, we talk about money every day in a conversation. And because of that, we've learned so many things. You know, people think they're like, oh, I have to learn all of this on my own. But I'll be honest, a lot of the knowledge, we we share the responsibility of gaining knowledge and we bring it to the group. So in reality, there's three of us. We learn three times faster than one person because we're all able to take different pieces. And we might not all even be studying the same things. But we, as we go and study and bring it back to the group, we're pulling information from everywhere. And in turn, we're all becoming better because we're all pulling information. And I don't, I might not necessarily have this. I only have 24 hours, but it's three of us. And now we have 72 hours, you know? Yeah. So um, I think that's, that's a, a lot of it. Isn't it, isn't it interesting that, you know, we live in this day and age where you, you have all the information in the world, like right at your fingertips, you know, like right mm -hmm. at your cell phone, right on your computer. And it's all free. Like you can find, yeah. you can find anything, any amount of information right now, but yet so many people don't. And yeah. they just, you know, say they can't do it or they don't have time or, um, you know, they stare at, you know, Instagram all day long or Facebook or whatever mm -hmm. it is. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's interesting that, we're in this age where you can learn anything you want, mm -hmm. but, but most, uh, don't. Um, and you know, I'm curious where, where did you get your financial literacy from? Like, did your parents teach you this? Uh, did you learn it in school? Did you, you know, is it self-taught? Like you've just been motivated, you know, to go out and learn it yourself. Like how did you get all this information and educate yourself on, on, you know, financial literacy? So, <clears throat> It, the short answer is it was self-taught. Now I'm about to give a, a more detailed answer, but so it started, like, I was always very, like, I guess frugal. Um, you know, my mom always talked about saving and not wasting money. So I, I was the guy that, that was always like putting money away, like went to naps. You know, I, I saved most of all my money from naps, which carried me through my plebe year when I wanted to go out to eat and things of that nature. Um, but really what, like I very had a basic beyond saving and things like that. I really had no knowledge. I remember getting to the Academy and hearing people talk about stocks and like, you could buy a piece of a company. And I thought they were like trying to play a trick on me and I got upset, you know? So my, my knowledge was very limited, but really what spiraled me to, to start diving deeper and learning more was when I was a platoon commander um, and moving on to like a company commander, but specifically as a platoon commander, I started, you know, I have all these Marines and, I'm starting to see uh, payday loan paperwork come in and they're, you know, all they're having all of these financial issues and they're coming like, Hey, sir, you know, Lance Corporal so-and-so has this letter. Like, what does he need to do? 
and I'm looking at it and I'm like, we're both confused in the same boat. I don't even know what half of the, this stuff on this paper means. And I was like, wow, that's a problem because me as a leader, I had to accept the fact that like, <clears throat> I understood that I was responsible for well beyond the, the, the training or my, my Marines lethality, training them to be lethal. Like I was responsible for their, their life as a whole because they're not home with their parents. And many of them came from families that didn't know money anyway. That's why they're in the military. So I really took it upon myself to start to learn more about finances just so I could be a more effective leader for my Marines. And in turn, that led to me like, wow, this works. And like, they listen to me, I'm coaching, I'm, you know, I played sports, like, and I was like, wow, I wonder if there's such thing as financial coaching. And I did a bunch of research and it was very hard to find because it wasn't very like, it's not a very popular thing. Um, but when I saw it was, I was like, wow, okay, well now let's start reading these books. Like what books do I need to read? And, you know, I'm reading, you know, rich dad, poor dad on deployments. And then I start going into like deeper things. And now I'm reading like very analytical books from economists and stuff. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like there's a lot of stuff here that I just wasn't privy to. And I, it turned into a thing where I was learning it, but I was enjoying teaching it more than I was enjoying learning it and seeing people implement the things that I was teaching and how it affected them. But it would have never started like if I didn't take it upon myself to do my own research, because I'm one of those people that, you know, you hear people all the time say, oh, we never get taught this in school. And I agree. And we should um, shout out to y'all because me and Brandon Jones are working on some stuff right now for, for some of that. So that's going to be awesome. But, um, you know, with that, <clears throat> because they're not taught in school, I don't believe that's an excuse because like we talked about earlier, we're in a time where information is readily available. So if if I didn't have the information, I had to be willing to say that it wasn't about not being taught it. It's about I wasn't disciplined enough, disciplined enough to seek it. And I wasn't willing to say that about myself because I consider myself a disciplined person. And I'm also a competitor. And if this information's out there and other people were acting on it, that means that they had leverage over me. And I don't like that. So I needed to arm myself with information because if I'm armed with information, it prevents me from making bad decisions and being taken advantage of, which was happening to my Marines. Dude, I, I love that, man. And I love there's so much there, um, you know, from a leadership perspective, from a service perspective, from from a fulfillment uh, and, and, you know, self-growth and all these things that I think are so all so very powerful. And a couple of things you said, I want to highlight, um, you know, going back to what you said previously, there are three points that you made from a, um, you know, from financial perspective. One was, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing it in my words, but nobody's perfect, right? Like none of us are perfect. We don't have all the knowledge. We all are in a different level of uh, mistake in our systems. Yeah. And even if you're, you know, crushing it, quote unquote, crushing it by society standards and making a bunch of money, even those people are in some state of, of, of an area where we can improve. Right. And whether mm -hmm. that, what, what that looks like, maybe we can give more, maybe we can, whatever your tax strategy is all jacked up, whatever that looks like, we can always learn more. And so that in and of itself should really help us to be humble enough to talk mm. to people about where we're at and and what we can do and how we can improve and and to challenge us right and so mm -hmm. this so which directly goes into something that you mentioned as well the education and exposure you don't know what you don't know right, right? like you just don't know what you don't know so there's always and if you ever find yourself two things if you find yourself as the most interesting person in a group or 
you find yourself as the most knowledgeable, that, that should tell you two things. Like you're in the wrong group. I mean, you're just <laughs> in the wrong group because if if the words ever come out, I've made it, in my opinion, in my opinion, if you ever feel like you've made it, then you haven't shot high enough. You haven't challenged yourself hard enough. So you should always be seeking to grow, which again, feeds that humility and and helps you to be able to 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 ask questions and to to um, you know be in a state of growth, which is which is super powerful. And, and then finally, the um, you know the the idea that excuse me that that the financial piece of it, talking about money, should be something that if you're embarrassed about it, you should really analyze that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I. I'm embarrassed to talk about my finance. Okay, cool. Why? Well, because I make a lot of money and I don't want people to feel bad. Awesome. We'll we'll analyze that. Okay, well, should you make a lot of money? Do you have a skill set that potentially could benefit somebody else? Yes. Mm. Okay, then, then get over that. Or, man, my finances are in shambles. Awesome. Do you want to do something about that? I, mm-hmm. I do. Okay, well, then you got to talk about it, right? Like, yeah. you, you just have to talk about it and go talk to someone like Eric. Go talk to somebody who will help you get through that because people want to help. And maybe it'll cost you some money, but hey, it's an investment. Right. It's Absolutely. an investment to figure out how to get to a better place. So like I, I love I love how you highlighted all of that and 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 how you took that, you took action on it. And, and I'm I'm curious, like what have you always been entrepreneurial? Has is this I mean you've got you know, just talking to you guys, you've got your, uh, which I need one of these mugs, by the way. Tell me where to buy one because, you know, I've got my. I take care. Of it. Don't worry about it. I got you. Daily, my I daily mug, but, but I want to support. But but all, all joking aside, I, I, there's, you know, there's this idea, especially with a lot of us are just not, our aperture is not wide enough to recognize that we can do it, right? And talking to you and, and Dre and tellers, like it, it is absolutely phenomenal. The restaurant business, the financial planning, the coaching, all these things. Like how how do you how did you get to that place, man? Like how did you guys just like how do you do it? So, um, before I answer that question, you did hit on something real quick. I want to talk about. So you talked about like the size of your goals, and one of the things that I I um spoke about after your retreat is so something that I was battling personally is there's times where I felt like maybe my goals were too big or like my dreams were too big. And what what happened was by coming to this retreat, it showed me that I wasn't dreaming big enough. And so that's why I think exposure Dang, is so that's important. Powerful, dude. That's it, powerful. It, absolutely. Like it was, you know, I, I'm in a room with Marcus and he has 600 properties. Like I'm thinking like, okay, but by the time I'm going like, okay, maybe people get 30. And that's like, no, he's telling me, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I got to restructure some things here. Like I, I got to think bigger, you know, and I think. That's, that's why the exposure and like getting around the right people is so important because it isn't always about doing it. It's about seeing people doing it and it motivates you to know that you can do more. Um, but now to get back to your original question, um, I, I was not entrepreneurial. To be honest, when I graduated from the academy, I thought that the only way you could go into business was by going to a school and having a business degree. Um, I had no idea of the concept of an entrepreneur, but what happened was as I came back from Okinawa and came here, trust and tellers, they had their real estate brokerage going, they're doing then I'm like, whoa, hmm, this is interesting. Like, hey, tell me what y'all doing. And then I started like hanging around them and I had nothing to do with anything. If they have events going on, they're doing stuff, they're handing out flyers, I'm right there with them. I'm handing out, I have zero stake in the game. I'm just sitting there and I'm just absorbing what's going on um, because my friends were doing stuff to become successful. And like, I don't need to to have a, a dollar buy-in because I understand the value of the education that comes from watching. 
And so as I went through that, that kind of led to, you know, in the smoker, um, when I was building that out and it was kind of a kind of like, all right, this kind of stepping out of my comfort zone. And I started doing it at a time where I knew that I still had the security of the military. So I didn't have to worry about trying to survive off of it. So I could really sit down and put thought and time into how, like the message and what I wanted to craft beyond it. And then, um, as time went on, you know, I, business led me to meeting different kinds of people for one, like I just said, the exposure I got from even coming to the, to, to your mastermind. Right. But then also the, the books that it led me to, because the type of books I read now, I didn't even know existed back in the day. I mean, from personal development to business, to, to all of these different realms. And like one of the book, like for instance, I'm reading a book right now called collective illusions by Todd Rose. And it's talking about why people, like how, pe why people make bad decisions. And I'm like, wow, like I'm, you know, going through there and like, learning these but it's something I never would have learned but how doing it now is like I see these guys and we're we're competitive I think people talk about competition and make it seem bad me trust and tellers every day we wake up there's a competition from the time we step foot in the gym to who who's lifting who's working out the hardest till we get in the office like who's coming up and it's not a bad thing we expect because it pushes us and because it pushes us we we open up our aperture of like what's possible and you know, it's it's the little things that like we talk a lot about self-investment and like one of the things we really invested in last year, we put a lot of time and money into like taking courses on like um, on uh, what's the what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like organization, like how to become more organized, more proficient um, proficiency and things like that. And it paid dividends like we we started, you know, implementing these systems and, you know, from utilizing Trello to like organize ourselves and schedule and put everything in one place to communication. I didn't understand how big communication was like even that it really helps. And like just being so organized and structured, like it seems like a lot. But like when you have systems in place, it doesn't it doesn't it it doesn't seem as daunting or as taxing. Right. Like we, we're able to organize and structure ourselves in a way that that we can take on multiple things and not feel overwhelmed. But the the other side to it is like, yeah, I have my stuff and we have our stuff together. But what it does is we know that each one of us is fully capable of taking care of whatever task pops up because we know that we're all putting it. It's not like one person is like, all right, he kind of knows this kind of stuff. Like, no, everybody's making it an effort if that he's learning it. I'm learning it too. And so because of that, what that does is it gives us the, once again, like I spoke about earlier, the 72 hours where also we have triple the input of skills and knowledge as well. It's not one person having to come up with the idea. So where one person or like, there might be a group where like, all right, I got to figure out how to put this together and make these things flow. And like, it's just that one person's thoughts. I hate planning in a bubble. That's one, I can't stand it because you're, you're blind to all the other aspects of what's going on but like now when you have multiple people together and you don't even have to be working together like even if there's just people who are doing business you could just share ideas on how to do things it really motivates you to be able to like okay maybe this isn't as bad let's take a step back how do you view this situation okay now how do you view this situation all right here's how i view it all right now let's take these things together and like really mold it to figure out how we can put this into the bigger picture so like that's one of the big things about commander lifestyle and that we're teaching people is that most people itemize their life, their, their money's different than their families, different than their business, different than their friends, like, and everything is separate, but we put our, we, we organize our life as a system as a whole. And that's what we're kind of, what we're teaching people at commander lifestyle. It's like the time, you know, what you're doing for proficiency, 
like all of these things go together where like you look at the pieces of the puzzle and when you look at your life as a as a is a holistic picture and you can see the whole board it's easier to make decisions it's easier to maneuver and and do things so it's 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 not easy it's, you, you don't get there over time that's the thing too is like people see like oh i want to do that and it's like whoa, whoa whoa like there's step like there's been a lot of time and pain and tears that have gone into getting where we are now but it's through the the lessons that we've learned through the smaller developments first like you don't get to juggle multiple multiple like businesses without learning how to juggle one first so awesome man really like written like even with that like you know going through is like one of the things even with me they were farther ahead in business so i was vulnerable enough i was open enough to when i was struggling with something say hey i don't know what i'm doing like what should i do and they're like oh bro that's easy do this this and i'm like all right can you yeah. explain why oh yeah and then it's like oh but now i have that information forever right and like now it got to the point where I knew I had caught up mentally to what they were doing. So I was able to understand like no, the phrases and numbers didn't like seem like I was watching the matrix anymore. Like things started clicking like, and I was like, Oh wow. Okay. So now because of that, I know that I can come and anything that I add to the group, be it physically or, you know, through a thought an idea is going to be valued because they know what I have going on. And like, it's, it's I know it's a long answer. I don't know if I'm really answering your question, but I feel like all of these things really help with us now. It's like, yo, okay, they them two, they have stuff going on with the restaurant and all this stuff today. Okay, well, we have wild bills. Cool. Hey guys, I'm gonna take care of this and I'll back brief on the back end. Like, and it's just this instead of looking at it as like a boxes, I don't know. It mm -hmm. kind of feels like you know, you're kind of flowing like water, you know, and it's like when you don't it so it doesn't feel it's like okay, I'm just flowing into one thing and the other because it's all part of my system. I love that, dude. Hey, Stu, before your question, just two, I just want to highlight two things. One, and you mentioned it, but but I, I don't want to lose this. It's it's who you surround yourself with, right? Mm -hmm. And so you were learning and you you got you just highlighted it, right? With tellers and with Dre, you guys had each other, but but you surrounded yourself. You're passing out flyers for free, right? And then that turned yeah. into business. And so it's who you surround yourself with. And and I love the fact that that you went to a retreat and surround yourself. You didn't really know what you were going to surround yourself with, but out of that may be a very significant connection that you get into the education system with your program to start mm -hmm. pouring into the future. That that wouldn't have happened if you didn't, if you weren't willing to put yourself in a situation that opened the door to connections, right? No way. And, and, and Brandon to his, you know, he connected with you guys. He has something to offer, but now he also connected with one of our other boys, Big Al, mm -hmm. who, is in Chick-fil-A and now he's looking now, now he has a, a setup uh to do his thing for an audience at Chick-fil-A. And then who mm -hmm. knows how that grows, right? Like it's awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. And it's always by being willing to surround yourself and going in hum with humility, being like, look, like I, I, I'm I'm a high achieving, high energy, push it kind of guy, but like there's other ninjas out there and I should just yeah. go into this situation to learn. And yep. and that opens so many doors. That's amazing. And the, the second point that you made, and I want to really hit this too, is the fact that start, just start, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and it's even mm -hmm. better if you're in the military and you have, or you're doing something and there's this transition. Uh, we talked about it, or I talked about it with a coaching client yesterday and Stu and I talked about it with a, a podcast guest. And we said, hey dude, if you, you took a snapshot of where you are now, after being in the mastermind for, you know, six, seven, eight months, all the changes you made in your family and where you are currently, if you looked at where you are now, 
and back when we started, you would have pictured this. Would you have ever started? He was like, no. Right, because it's too much. You've gone yeah. too far. Like, <laughs> you can't of where you are now. You couldn't have conceived where you are now back then, but you took steps. You took these steps and they've compounded into this amazing situation that you now find yourself. This guy, you met him. He'll be coming out on podcasts. It's Casey, uh, Casey Kendall. Um, okay. Met him at yeah. But what he's done in his family is so significant. And we asked him directly, like, dude, would you, if you saw this, if you saw where you are now back then, would you have started? Like, nope, too overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But you're here. But you're here. And inspiring other people to get here. And so I just want to emphasize that point that, you don't know where you're going to get. Just start, right? Surround yourself mm -hmm. with the right people and just start. And and I and I promise you, you're going to end up in places that you can't even imagine. Yes, absolutely. Well, and Eric, one thing that Goody and I was was we were so impressed by is this uh, this action that you took of, you know. I think I think it started with me posting something on Instagram and be like, hey, I'd like to get on some more podcasts, right? And you reached mm -hmm. out to me. You're like, hey, I have a podcast. I'd love for you to come on, right? And yeah. I came on your podcast. We connected. We talked. Um, you know, lots of similar backgrounds as far as like, we, you know, we were both in the military. We both went to the Naval Academy. But I was graduated in 2002. You graduated in 2015. Like there's some, there's some years difference there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was like, Hey man, we have this mastermind group. We have, uh, you know, we have a retreat coming up. You should come. Right. And to most, most men would be like, Oh yeah, thanks man. I appreciate it. But would never do anything about it. Mm. Right. But dude, you jumped on it. You had no idea who we were besides one hour of a podcast recording. Yeah. Right. You had no idea what our group was about. I mean, we gave you some, you know, a little bit of information, but you didn't know what to expect. You knew nobody in our in our mastermind group, but you kind of took a leap of faith, brought yeah. two of your boys, and you guys showed up. And from that, I can only imagine the conversations you had and the opportunities that are coming mm. just from showing up and making that one decision. That one decision to come and you know you had to buy plane tickets never been to denver before yeah uh, you know the ticket itself wasn't super cheap right yeah yeah for no. three of you um and and you just took action and you did it and you know like i know there are things coming for you trust and tellers out of that one decision and i'm starting to see a trend here i'm starting to see that this is kind of a common thing for you and your boys to do, right? Like take action. And, yeah. and you know, there's this thing is there's no such thing as luck. It's, it's when preparation meets opportunity, right? You are preparing mm. and then that opportunity comes and you jump. And I, absolutely. and I, I love it, dude. Like I absolutely love it. Um, let's talk about, I, I want you to talk about uh, commander lifestyle a little bit. Give us the background about that and, and what you guys are doing with that. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> commander lifestyle. So we, we started, it's funny. So last year we went to Tobago slash Trinidad to like kind of a little getaway slash business trip, just go and just think. And we came up with the concept of commander lifestyle and started developing it uh, out there. And we really wanted to put something together where 
because I, I work with the personal finance side and and like helping people get out of debt and kind of like survival mode, right? Whereas we noticed that people were putting like kind of piecemeal, one of the things that we hate, like as a group, um, and I know hate is a strong word and I used it purposely, is when people talk around answers. So Pete, you, there's so much out here where people are like, they will speak around what you should be doing. So they're never really giving you an answer or like a guide. And we wanted to like change that because like we we had to do so much to like figure out some of the answers that we have when it's like, and we realized it is because the people really haven't put the time in to learn what they're talking about. They were regurgitating what other people said. So we want to take a different approach to like where we can, like we talked about the system. So we, we really wanted to revolutionize personal finance and like your, your, your personal life and your financial life and like help people see it as one. Um, and so we, we created like a unique approach that empowers ambitious people you know, kind of like ourselves that come out that it will take action. If somebody says, hey, these are the steps you should take, they're going to take that action on those steps to see what's going on. And um, we really wanted to go beyond like the standard financial advice and focus on creating like a comprehensive life infrastructure. So, you know, shout out to Trust, like he's really been the 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 catalyst behind creating what we call the life escrow system um, and and things of that nature in the, in the whole uh system as a whole but our mission is really to help you know professionals turn their dreams into a lasting legacy and we have like a we created a seven-step process like i said we're starting to create our coaching program now but we help people identify their genuine desires and enhance their financial clarity and optimize things like time management and establish effective decision making strategies so we we have so um you know we, we're trying to empower people to take control of their of their life and really thrive, uh, you know, through creating like generational wealth. And we have like different tools and, and strategies that we've built or created to enable them to live lives by their own rules. Because that's really what everyone wants to do at the end of the day is like make, live life by their own rules without having to take on any concept of like outside influences. Um, and so we got like to say, like, it's not, I always say like, it's not about the numbers, but it's about like the people like what your dreams are, what your values are, and like what your potential is. And then, you know, we make sure that people understand that like the hard work today is going to pay, you know, we talk about compound interest, but no, everyone thinks about it as far as investing. But one of our biggest things is like the compound interest of investing in yourself, because the highest return you always get is when you invest in yourself and take action on that investment. So putting all those things together is like helping people look at it as a system. So we have stuff from, you know, helping them figure out, um, you know, from time audits to, Hey, what, what are, how do you, we have like 11 attributes that we've kind of developed to say like, Hey, these are the things that highly, that we've seen highly successful people are at. Where do you feel like you're at? Can you, are you good at negotiating? How do you, how do you feel with your decision-making skills? Um, how are you with, are you patient or do you rush? Like, and just 11 thing to really sit down and really dive into what's holding them back. And it's like, okay, well, what do you, where do you want to be? Like, all right, well, if, the average person lives this long, how much money do you want to have at this point? All right, well, let's break this down and really see how this looks from a strategy standpoint. You know, everything you create doesn't need to make $10 million, but the system that you create overall should, you know, take care of your life. Like this property might take care of that car payment. You know, this this business might be able to fund your, what we call a war chest, which is like, you're building that up. So like when you're ready to take just massive act, just violence, like I want violence where you'd be like a Marcus and have 600 properties like that, that thing is there. And it's like really helping by, like, all right, all of these things together, but you're, 
people, a lot of people, we feel a lot of people are working, but they're not happy. Like they're, they're, they're in a role, they're in a job where they feel like, all right, well, this thing is paying me good, but I don't have time. And one of the things we emphasize with commander lifestyle is time is greater than money hmm. because when you have time, like one of the things that's really helped us get so far ahead is because we've structured ourselves to where we do have time. And with that time, we utilize it to learn. Like yeah. everybody thinks that self-education stops or ends after you leave school, be it high school or college. When in reality, the real education is beginning now. This is the real life education. Like the stuff right. you really need to learn. Like I'm, I, I, I've, I've not done anything for thermodynamics since the day I left the academy, right? But yeah. all the, never want to again. Other, exactly, right? But like now, there's so many other things that that go on that are important, and like you know, asking people, like y'all said that you know, kind of when we were at the retreat, you know, y'all asked like yo specific questions that I told you I never thought about before. Like wow, uh, that night around the fire, and it's the same thing. Is like we're there's things that I think everyone needs to do like all right how are you using your time let's evaluate that what are your overall goals like where do you want to see it what does your dream life look like oh well I want to you know be able to travel when I want I want to have a you know a nice house I want to have two kids like blah blah okay well how much does that life cost mm, I don't know well that's the start you saying you want to live a life and you don't know what it takes to get there because you're telling yourself you need a hundred million dollars but the life you live might only take five grand a month yeah. So like with that, it's that perspective. And another thing is like helping people figure out based off of their goals. We, we all say numbers don't lie. Right. And y'all agree with that. So like now based off of their, their goals, they say they want where they want to be, how much money they want to be able to pass off or whatever else. Breaking it down is like, okay. Based at this, based off of this age, are you ahead? Are you behind or are you right where you need to be? But now there's a direct representation of what's going on but most people stop there but now we're like all right cool to get back on track here's what needs to happen you need to either be putting this much money away and you know and like really giving people guidance on that and like giving them the tools to work on you know um negotiating all these other little skills and really coaching them through changing their life to live it on their own terms like yo if, if time if you don't have time well, the only way to get that is to make certain changes in your life like what are you spending your time doing like you don't you don't get to just get your time back without putting in work. But, you know, one of the things we want people to realize, too, is that everyone talks about their time and you break it down. But if you do a time audit for most people, they don't realize that the time that they do have, it's the bad hours. It's the bad. It, where do you you're either going to wake up at three in the morning to do stuff? You know, you really break it down. So it's like, yo. But if you're spending, you know three hours a night decompressing from work because you're so stressed out. That's three hours that you're going to have to figure out how to utilize to your advantage, or you're going to have to wake up early. Like it's, it's such a robust system that we're working and we really been like presenting. I know we spoke to y'all about it out there some, and I, I can't wait to put it all together because, uh, and really present it um, because the people that we started kind of taking through just some little mock, they're all like, I've never, it's been fun. I've never heard anyone describe something as life changing before, but the, the response that they get when just being able to look at the picture differently is like, wow, no one's ever presented this, but it's like, this is all through the combined efforts and research that we've had to really figure out what's going on. And it's how we structured our lives. You know, like I, most people become a slave to their lifestyle. They have, they have to continue to work to be able to own that car. They have to continue to work to be able to own this house. They have to continue to work to pay off these credit cards and all of these other things where in reality, yo, you don't want to, we don't want, don't be a slave to your life. Like you should, if you put together a system 
that system will be there. Kind of like how we talk about, yo, if you're, if you're going to buy a car, why not get an asset to pay for the car? So if the car goes away, you still have the asset, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's a different way of thinking, but until someone hears it, it's like, wow, I never thought of it that way before. So like now providing that wow aspect on just a major, major scale, like from how to put, you know, pushing your money, where to go, like how to feel in control, how to gain your control back so that you can make decisions. We even have a, we created a, um, a decision, a decision matrix for people's lives. So you can go through this matrix based off a decision like, hey, should I take this job? All right, well, how's this going to rank you on time? How's this going to rank on relationships? Like, and you know, on this scale and like based off of the score you get, it's going to tell you that, hey, mm, you should find another idea. You should see if you can work this a little bit better to to get it. Or it's like, hey, this is a good idea. Go ahead and go for it because it it places these things in priority for you so that you can like make a decision and not most people make decisions but still don't feel conf confident in it because there's nothing to validate it besides like oh, i feel like it's a good idea. but now this gives somebody something to validate their decision and stand firmly behind it and to take action behind it you know so all of this together is really going oh man it's going to change it's going to change lives i'm excited i think this is going to be the next biggest thing out i love that man i i, I absolutely agree with you it's going to change lives and and what i hear you say is intentionality 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 right mm -hmm. and, and i'll tell you my i think my my favorite words now for the mastermind that we're running because we're doing something we're doing something very similar in the sense of exposing a group of men to things that are just very intentional and they maybe have never considered most of them have never considered it and my favorite thing to hear now is huh i never thought of that before i love yeah. and it happens every week right every week someone or myself i'm like hmm, i've never really considered that i've never thought of it that way and those words can prompt a lifestyle change or just a decision change that changes everything the trajectory of your life and, and a lot of it is just being exposed to wow i did not know somebody could do that that mm -hmm. that that now just opens so many doors to a life that is much more uh intentional well lived and and do like that that's that's generational impact right there right mm -hmm. that's that's a true investment that's a true ROI that's an infinite ROI potentially and so i love i love that you uh that you highlighted that man that's that's uh that's pretty exciting pretty exciting yeah and the generational wealth piece too is like most people think of that as just money but a huge part of that is education and like what we're talking about is this system that we're teaching people to create you can pass down the system because even if you pass down to your kids 10 million dollars and they don't know have a system or the skills to continue that process they're just going to lose it. So then you go into that process of, you know, hard times make tough men, you know, easy times make weak men, but you know, that, that whole phrase, but it's like, you can avoid that if you just build everything up front, because now if you have a system, you can teach the system. And then Stu and I continue. just literally talked about that in a podcast that's coming out. Like, Hey man, you know, we we're challenging the idea of success, the idea of providing the accept, the, the mm -hmm. idea of an inheritance and what that really means. Cause we believe that, and you just highlighted it. We believe that if all those things are are money, like my, your inheritance, uh, you know, my my legacy, um, and what I provide, if that's all money, dude, that that's the cheapest thing you could provide, right? Like it's it's <laughs> it's, it's it's devoid of any kind of you know profound or deep um, relational value. It just it's not. Mm. It, it's it's 
I mean, it's cheap, man. It's not even in my mind. It's not even worth. It's not even worth doing if it's Absolutely. just a monetary value. So I love how you said that. I love how you said that, Stu. You, I know you had something. Oh, dude, I got a lot. Um, but uh, we want to keep uh, Eric on his timeline here. Um, I, I'm I mean, all yours. We we could we could go for another hour, but dude, how do <laughs> how do people find out about what what you're doing? Where do they get all the information? Um, with with your coaching, your your online course, all of your programs, uh, give us give us all the good so we can put it in the show notes. So um, one of the things, so you can follow me on Instagram at at in the smoker, I N T H E smoker. Um, I have uh, my link tree. A lot of that stuff is on there. Um, one of the biggest things that I always recommend people start with, if you go on there, you'll see um, our our financial. So we have a seminar. It's called Mastering Your Money Psychology, and it's about it's an hour, but that's one of the ones that I always recommend starting with because you really understand the perspective we're coming with when it comes to to money and the psychology behind it. Because once again, like I said at the beginning of the show, I think that's extremely important until you master your psychology behind it. You're never going to see the act or the progress that you want to see. Um, we also, our course is also on that link tree. And then um, as far as in the smoker, um, I have, I have my, my budgeting, I have a budgeting course on there. So if people want to learn how to, you know, budget more efficiently, that's on there. Um, I have my book, The In the Smoker Mindset, is also on there. So uh, I made it pretty easy. If you just go to my link tree on uh, Instagram, and then uh, my website is www.inthesmoker.com. Once again, super simple. Um, and from there, but uh, I'll, I'll definitely I'll, I'll email y'all all the links and yeah. stuff as well, so you put them in the show notes. But for someone listening, if you just want to make it simple, just go to my Instagram and go to my link tree, and everything is there. Yeah, I mean, guys, guys and gals, like, dude's a ninja, like. <laughs> He's written books. He's got online courses. He's coaching. Like he was, he was schooling me on, you know, when we were having pizza, you know, at the retreat, like he was schooling me on like funnels, like how he's got it all set up and getting lead gen. And like, then he was telling me about, you know, how to work Instagram. Like, he, you know, the young man told schooling <laughs> the old man on, on how to get uh, the instas and the ticky talkies and the, you know, the, all, all those other ones going. So, uh, man, I, absolutely love that you showed up to our retreat. I love that, that, you know, we have connected and I've learned a ton from you. Um, I hope to continue to learn a ton from you and I appreciate everything you're doing. I know you, you're bringing a ton of value, uh, to, to not only the audience here that's listening here, but to your own audience and and to those that are going to come and check you out, uh, after this. Um, so yeah, man, you're doing great work. I applaud you. Hey, I, I really appreciate it, especially for being on the show. I've definitely been looking forward to getting on here. And after speaking with y'all on my show, I was like, oh, we got to do this again. I definitely, you know, it's definitely reciprocated. I, I've learned a ton, um, especially, you know, from the retreat, from what y'all spoke about on on my podcast previously. Um, and that's one of the things I was hitting on earlier is that, that wisdom. Like, you know, you know, we joke about it, but like, as I get older, I realize like what it means to really live life and, you know, the things that you've experienced and your ability to communicate that so that, that, that we can learn from it, I think is, shouldn't be undervalued and, and understated. Um, so I, I, I definitely, I look up to y'all and I definitely want to get to be like y'all one day in y'all's position. Um, you know, and it's fun to, it's great to hear, uh, cause you know, as a, as a younger guy, you know, it, it is a confidence thing you walk into these rooms like when I showed up I was like wow they're gonna like who's this young guy like well, why is he here like what does he do and like that was the complete opposite of of what I experienced and like it was actually like wow you got you're you're really on it like you you think you're behind it bro well, let me tell you something like you're way ahead of me and I'm like wow so just that perspective alone 
is huge. So I definitely think what y'all are doing is valuable too. And I think more people should be exposed to something like what we did. That retreat was like, it was life-changing. Like, it was great. Like I really, I mean, from see, just look, waking up every day and seeing mountains like I, with snow on them, like that was, that was crazy to me. You know, I've never, never been in that position before. So um, I, I'm also looking forward to continuing the relationship. You know, when we get um, our Commander uh, Lifestyle podcast fully up and running, it's called Commander Talk. Y'all will definitely be on there. So, you know, be be prepared for that. We already discussed it. So y'all going to probably be one of the first uh, first uh, groups on here. So that one's going to be really exciting as well. But once again, you know, I thank you for having me on here um, and allowing me to share my message. And I'm I'm looking forward to to continuing everything. Man, I, I I love it, dude. We 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 have been absolutely blessed by you, uh, trust and tellers, and and uh, man, my, my life is is much more rich because of the relationship. And I just want to read one quote because as you were talking, this this really uh uh this this quote came to mind. But it's a Dallas Willard quote from uh, the Spirit of the Disciplines, and he says, "The general human failing is to want what is right and important." But at the same time, not to commit to the kind of life that will produce the action we know to be right and the condition we want to enjoy. This is the feature of human character that explains why the road to hell is paved with good intentions. We intend what is right, but we avoid the life that would make it reality. And I just love, you know, that quote. I love that quote, but it's so applicable to what you guys are doing because like you said it's all connected the finances are not i mean ask anybody right ask anybody about their finances it's directly correlated to their life and and mm -hmm. in, in in their relationships but but also everything you're talking about is is this intention and understanding that that what we want to get requires us to do something about it mm -hmm. and there's systems there's things we can do to get there and, and just have to be willing to do it right you, you can't be Absolutely. an olympian and not work out like it just doesn't work that way so why would you be an Olympian in life without working out, right? It just doesn't work. Absolutely. And so, man, you guys are a blessing. Uh, I love you guys. You guys are freaking awesome. Can't wait to uh, get on your guys' show. Can't wait to see you guys again in person. We got to get out to North Carolina, get some of that, uh, get some of that barbecue. And, uh, yes, sir. Man, can't can't wait to see what you guys do, how you impact young lives, how you guys connect in the education system. All the things you guys are doing is just it, it just absolutely phenomenal. Love it. So thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. Hey, absolutely. Thank you. All right, guys and gals. Hey, reach out to Eric. We'll put uh, his uh, link tree and all of his websites and then everything in, in the show notes. Uh, he's a wealth of information. He will make you better. Um, and share this podcast. If this was something that uh, was impactful to you, screenshot it, share it, tell somebody about it. That's the best thing that you can do for us. Uh, but most importantly, hey, let's all go just take action, take massive action and be kinetic. Yeah. Yes, so sir. Amen. Make it a great day, friends. Thank you. See you. See you. Hey, who who do you surround yourself with? Right. What are you know? Earlier, uh, we talked about opportunity in this episode. To open the episode, you talked about you know these guys are ready. Uh, Eric is ready to pounce on opportunity when it presents itself. I, I would I would take that a step further. They create the conditions that opportunity is is not something that may even exist in that in in that in that condition, but but they create it. Right, they put themselves in a place, and Eric specifically puts himself in a place that opportunity is absolutely abundant because he's creating it and he's adding value to others, which is a huge, huge benefit and a beautiful thing. And through that, he's also being blessed by the opportunities that come his way because he's creating it, man. And he's he's putting himself so willing to put himself in a room 
and and just acknowledging that, hey, I'm not sure what's going to come out of this, but I know it's going to be magical. And and that's what they did at the retreat. Like, I, I love the fact that from our, our last retreat, that connections were made and we're seeing it with a bunch of the dudes. Connections were made. That is no kidding leading to kinetic action that is leading to kinetic opportunities and just uh, just absolute ninja-ness, dude. Love it. Yeah, dude. I mean, there there is a, a huge chance that by him showing up at that retreat is going to massively impact uh, the trajectory of his business and his life. I mean, there's an opportunity that has already started that is coming for him and his partners uh, because he showed up. He just made that one decision to show up. Um, and speaking of, there's going to be another opportunity to show up. We have our next retreat scheduled, 27 to 29 September. Um, and, um, you know, sign up is coming soon. Uh, if not already out by the time this podcast comes out. And our next mastermind um, group, our house, house three is opening up uh, also in September. That application is on our website now. There's only 15 spots. Um, and decide to show up. Decide to make one decision that could change the trajectory of your life. It's it's doing that for Eric. And I can do that for a lot of other other men that they just take yeah. action and go do it. And I'll go I'll I'll go a step further. It's it, it's not a possibility that the trajectory of your life is going to change. It isn't it is going to happen. Yeah. It is inevitable. You cannot be surrounded by dudes like this and be changed forever. Well, you can. You just have to make a very strong effort to not be influenced in a positive way, which <laughs> that's pretty challenging. And, and, yeah. and if, if that's the case, probably not the right group for you anyways. True. But dude, absolutely love it. Uh, so excited for the future of of the Kinetic Man and, and bringing dudes like Eric and, and, and uh, Jones and all these guys together and just seeing what happens. It's a beautiful thing. Giddy yes, up. Sir. Kineticman.com, thekineticman.com. Go check it out. Uh, the uh, mastermind and the events are all there. Um, take action. Do it. Thank you, friends, for listening to Filling the Storehouse. If you are growth-minded, community-focused, and willing to take uncommon action to redefine success and live an abundant life, visit our website at www.storehouse310.com to see all the ways we can connect. Yeah, on our website, you can find information on everything we're doing like joining our meetup page to get the details on our webinars and our local Thursday gatherings here in Colorado. From our site, you can also find information on and sign up for our next retreat. Finally, we always appreciate your love and support. Please share this episode and go rate us on your podcast player of choice. Thank you again. Now go fill the storehouse. <laughs>